Life is full of personal wins. I'm still waiting for mine. Whether it's cleaning your house or getting that dream car, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling your home and auto. Chrissy, you're always on top of all of this. Well, I am very deficient in some areas, but this is not one of them. I also love how personal State Farm is. I love my State Farm agent, Mike. Shout out to Mike. And guess what? Today, you guys can talk to a State Farm agent to learn how to bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, wait for it, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability amount on discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. Girl. Okay, two observations as we start this podcast. I'm no longer doing a countdown. I'm not watching any show involved with the word countdown. You heard me. Whoa, you look so... Your ring light is way better than mine. I look like I have been sick for a long time. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. I'm curious if you're going... Hi, Erin. Hi. To school? Are we wearing a backpack? What are we doing here? First time I ever put this on... I was going to freak people out and say I had a baby Bjorn. No, this is a, um, this is a buzzed, a drinking purchase Mm. that I bought on Amazon. I have horrific posture. Horrific is apparently how you say it. Um, because I hit a massive growth spurt in third grade, hence the minute nickname I was given. And my posture is horrible. I mean, my senior prom went with the boy I wanted to go with the hottest guy loved him so much. I was bent over like so embarrassing in all my photos. And I had such a great outfit. Anywho was having a few drinks like a month and a half or two ago and was like, my posture is so bad. I am going to buy a back brace. Well, I did on Amazon. I love it. It helps my neck. It helps my back so much. And uh, it looks, yeah, I look crazy, but I love it. God, you're so dedicated. I would be the person that bought that and then never wears it again. Like wears it once and then it's like, hey, where did that thing go? Speaking of which, um, I want to try to wear it on the sidelines, but obviously my power (gasps) went out. Oh my God. See, do you guys have me? Look at my ring ring light light went out. That's crazy. I don't want you to see me like this. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) I feel like some of the dates I've ever went on where it's like that that scene from Bridesmaids where Kristen Wiig gets up in the morning and she like puts makeup on and he's like, wow, you look so refreshed. And she's like, oh my gosh, that is the best part with John Hamm. Hold on. on, John Hamm is so talk amongst yourselves. I have no problem talking to myself. In fact, sometimes I talk to myself and Kyle, my husband goes, who are you talking to? And I'm like myself. He's like, you're the only person I know that could carry on a conversation with yourself. 
Sometimes those are more enjoyable than with others. Oh, she's back. She back. What were we talking about? Oh, I want to wear this on the sidelines. I could wear it under a blazer because that's where my posture is the worst. Okay, but, so... For- um, Sorry, because I'm just trying to remind, sometimes people are just listening. Um, Good point, she, It looks like she's wearing a backpack, so there's two black straps. Yep. Would you mind describing for the rest of the viewers, listeners, what's happening in the back? What is, is it in just the back. a, it, what's back. going on back there? A razor. It's all back. And so it has two, you can hear it at home, Velcro <gasps> strips, and you pull it as tight as you can to really like lock the old shoulder days back. I mean, it doesn't give you the best posture, but I'm like a real like neck thruster or head thruster. Like my head is just put forward. It's so wow. bad. A lot I'm of this make- is because we're on our phones all the time. I highly endorse this thing. It's one of the best sellers on Amazon, you know? Mm. I have what's called a tech neck. It's from looking down at my phone too much. In oh, fact, yeah. I was on my way to go get Botox when I found out I got bumped, but that's neither here nor there. Um, what's more important is, I'm going to just adjust my microphone here. You're upset about your makeup situation. Oh my Why? God. What well, happened? You and I were talking before we started the podcast, like we always do. And I, I was in the car and I was driving and I was like, I'm going to run inside the house real quick and put on mascara so I don't look like I'm death. And then I ran inside to put on semblance of makeup and I couldn't find my makeup bag. I thought to myself, being such a natural beauty, oh, when I did this. I put makeup on last? It was four days ago, which tells you a couple things. A, I'm not trying yeah. at all. B, I'm very forgetful because the last time I remember I had it was when I went to New Orleans earlier this week to interview your favorite individual, Demario Davis. Oh, Dream. the best. The what best. a guy. Um, for those of you that don't know who he is, he's a linebacker, outside linebacker, middle linebacker. He moves from the mic to the Sam like it's no problem. Anyways, so I left my makeup back. That guy's knew- got the field covered, you know? Yeah, he does. A gap? No. Um, left my makeup bag in New Orleans. And so it oh, got me thinking. What's the, you travel 700 times more than I do. What's the worst thing you've ever left behind? Well, you know, I, I'm, I'm making a list right now about all the things and my all everything. Lauren is actually listening to this podcast. She could even chirp in if she wanted to. I've left and people will just laugh at this. Oh, oh bag of makeup. That shit's expensive. Uh, I mean, oh. it's expensive expensive where I am embarrassed to tell my husband how much it is to replenish. And it's not just you're like getting and this is stuff like we, you know, touch up our makeup. We're sometimes doing our makeup on television. A lot. It of adds times. up. It mm-hmm. adds the frick up plus a brush. And I'm not going to lie. I've had some mascara in there for about three to four years. Not good. Not good. But I have. So you have a lot of crap in there. So I've left an entire freaking makeup bag at Gillette mm-hmm. Stadium once, which I'm like, come on, Robert Kraft. Can you please go find that? He couldn't. <laughs> I've left those Tempur-Pedic pillows I can't, you know, be without all over Mm -hmm. the country. But probably the worst thing, one of the best Christmas presents from my mom. She's really good at like funny, but really like useful Christmas presents. She bought me one year a actual bra container where it was like a hard, it looked like a bra container where you like. Well, mine would have been flat. Shut up. The microphone's working set your bras inside of it so they're not smushed down and all wrinkly and distorted. It was great. I mean, it took up most of the suitcase, not because I needed it like that, but you know, (laughs) so I have like three to four bras in there and I threw it in a dresser at, I, I forgot what hotel and I came home like on a Monday and I was like, Oh, I left my bra holder in the freaking hotel. So then I had to call and be like, 
Hi, this is Aaron Andrews. I was there with NFL on Fox. I left my purple bra holder there with my four bras in there. Is there any way we could work out a situation where I could send you a FedEx label and have you send it back to my house? Ah! But it was like the freaking makeup bag. It's expensive. Send me my bras back. I have so many things to play off this. One, who uses the dresser in a hotel? Aaron, you're unpacking your bag. You're there long enough to use the dresser. I think I was there for like a couple of days. Something was happening or maybe that's one trait. This is a whole other podcast. My husband, as soon as he gets to a hotel, he is like unpacking everything. So it's neat and fabulous and not in his thing. So I must have been there for a few days. Hence Mm. the four bras. You only need one for sleeping and the game, you know? I was going to say, I don't even wear one half the time and that's on TV. Um, (laughs) Also, when you have to call... Third and four. I mean, my God, fourth and not long. Well, now they're long (laughs) because we're not wearing it. But how about fourth and short? Um, more the idea and that the you kick have to is call- good. <laughs> the fact that when you have to call the hotel, as I just did, and Devana mm. from the JW Marriott in New Orleans probably doesn't want me shouting her out, but she was very friendly. Um, just asked me to describe the makeup bag, to which I had to say it's very heavy because there's so much shit in yeah. there. Okay, not a natural beauty. Also. For you, when you had to call the hotel and describe the bra holder is fantastic. Oh, yeah. uh, Miss Andrews, can you go into depth about, I mean, that's just, no one needs to be doing all that. Oh, what a time. But I'm telling you, this was me calling, being like, they're not going to have it. I'm probably the jackass that left it on the plane, in the overhead the department. Money. So I went like this. And that moment where she says, we have it. She goes, oh, actually, we have it. I go, it's like I just won the lottery. I got yeah, back an and item. I should have. a saint. Ah, uh, well, yeah, they are. Who that? We're returning it. Anyway, so that's my um, high so far of the week, being that it's only a Monday. Um, so I don't know. We haven't introduced this yet, but I feel like we should do a high and a low of what's happened over the past few days. So that's my high is to, okay. t- to get this back. My low is when I was talking to you over the weekend, I thought I was going to be able to fix this dock that I had these like stairs. Remember we were talking up at the lake house. I was like, oh, I'm miss fix it. I can fix these stairs. Backing things up for the listeners, we always have a call, which Aaron and I would talk anyways on a Friday, but as a group call, a production call. And so our wonderful producer, Ryan, was like, oh, what's everyone doing this weekend? I said, I'm going to fix the stairs up at the lake house. I got to the stairs and I thought to myself, maybe this isn't as easy as I thought. Look at oh these. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's like the freaking stairs that led Rose down to Jack in the I Titanic. Mean, Those are so long. They're so, it is like literally, there's, look at, there's boards missing. There's all kinds uh, of things here. And I thought I was going to fix it. So let's just say it didn't end up happening, but I was very ambitious with my task. Um, what did you do with, this weekend? Well, hold on. With that said, how are you in a Home Depot? Because I got to be honest, there are, there are a couple things that bring me a lot of anxiety. Am I sweating? Fertility clinics, Home Depots. I mean, I am just like, I am so out of place here. What am I doing here? Home Depot, I just feel like the lights are very bright and it hits my eyes in a certain way. I can't tell Mm. if I'm going to pass out or if I'm just confused. I'm looking for a Windex, (laughs) but I'm in the paint aisle. People, I feel like, are staring at me because they know I don't belong. I feel like my questions are, you know, in a different language and they're looking at me and they're like, what planet are you from? I get very insecure. So two things. I'm so 
con- I'm so confident in a Home Ugh. Depot. I know exactly where I'm going. Because well, I love these projects, you know, I, I'm good there. Also, you can get very inexpensive flowers, uh, like floral arrangements at the Home Depot. I've oh. been known a time or two to grab two arrangements and make my own arrangement while I'm there to the point where the person's like, can I yep. help you? I'm like, no, I'm doing just fine. Thank you. I also do that at a grocery store. The floral person's yeah. never working in the grocery store ever. Anyways, very comfortable in the Home Depot. And next time you want to go, I'll go with you or I'll just go for you. I love it there. And I act like a damsel I, in distress. I'm always like, oh, would you mind helping me? You know, I have you get a whole you get idea. Yeah, what? no, I have a whole like marketing idea for Home Depot that I do with them is like they make the woman feel a little bit more comfortable and less insecure in Home <gasps> Depot. No one's listened to me because I used to do game day with Home Depot and no one cared. It was like, Kirk Herbstreit, what do you need? Another commercial? There you go. Wait a minute. He this deserves is a great idea. It is. It is a great idea, especially now that I'm like, you know, a homemaker. I'm like making homes or something. But like, mm-hmm. I'm really insecure at Home Depot. I don't like it. Oh, my God, Aaron. You know how we I, love business ideas. No one's ideas. listening to me. I, well, well, hopefully like, no one's listening to this podcast right now because this is a great idea. And if you are listening, so don't steal our idea. Our idea just became our idea. Wait, I'm into that because there are it wouldn't just be Home Depot. It could be as uh, look, not a lot of people are comfortable with the mechanic, you know, because they think you're going to get ripped off. Yeah, I'm um, well, that's <laughs> cryptocurrency. Wow, I like that. OK, let's explore that more. What did you do this weekend? My high and my low, my high of this weekend was I know you weren't interested because I talked to you last night. The NHL playoffs started. Yeah. They actually started on Saturday. The Tampa Bay Lightning trying to defend their Stanley Cup title. Wow. They played the Florida Panthers last night. I mean, obviously, with my husband playing in the playoffs, I have a lot of memories, not a lot of memories sober, because when you're winning, you love is playing in those playoffs. They are so violent and fast and the hitting. And my husband was always hitting people and shit talking. And I was having a heart attack in the stand. So I would start drinking at 11 a.m. with the guy down the street at the postal office. He would always have a warm tequila. For good luck, we do a tequila shot. Time out. Jerry, <laughs> rest in peace. Oh, Jerry. Jer. Don't close over. Was Jer. he working at the post office? Yeah. He was. So we went yep. to drink at the post but, office. Yeah. We went well, to drink on the Overnight job. delivery. Our community was very involved with the Los Angeles Kings run. But anyways, back to the Lightning. They played the Florida Panthers last night in what people were saying was one of the best games in years. It was just fast. There was hitting. There was fans. It was fun. Lightning came out with a big goal at the end to win it. I was screaming my brains out here. It was closing the doors because I was screaming very loud and very excited. <laughs> What's that happening over at the, yeah. at the uh, Andrew yeah. Stoll house? I love that. Well, and the reason I don't watch hockey anymore, I, I'll watch hockey if it gets closer to the actual Stanley Cup finals. Mm-hmm. I'm just not as invested. You know, when you stop dating it. hockey players. No, yeah. actually, that's totally the truth. Hey, I, I also cared a lot when I only dated one and let's just pretend that I didn't date any. Well, I loved covering hockey, though, especially during... Was there anything better during the playoffs? I remember Montreal was an eight seed at the time. They knocked off the Capitals. Then they knocked off the number two seed at the time, the Pittsburgh Penguins. And then it was against the Flyers. They took the Flyers to, I think, game three or four, whatever whatever the situation was. It was incredible. I loved my run. There was nothing better than the Bell Center. Are you kidding me? When 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 the Habs were an eight seed and they knocked off the Capitals, I was like... This is turning me on so much. Who was the star player for the Canadians then? Do you remember? Just to give me an idea. You want me to, the the one person I dated? Not at the time. No. Yes, he was. I, he was there first. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. What oh, a loser. Okay. Um, Got it. Yep. But yeah, no, it doesn't matter. Um, but also Carey Price was in goal. He was great. Um, that was a great. I, I really enjoyed my time in Montreal. I learned like one French phrase. Montreal's fun. Montreal. Chez Desert Champagne avec un glaçon maintenant. Oh, excuse me. I ordered champagne on ice now. Maintenant means now. That's all I got out of it. Tyler Toffoli playing really well for Montreal right now. That'll be fun to watch them. Former Kang. Um, my low. Oh. I'm embarrassed of this. I am, yeah. but I thought I was really cute. My husband, not so much impressed. We had a little gathering. We're in a bubble here in our crew, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, for certain reasons. Doing a little bit of celebrating and uh, people were feeling good. And someone, I don't smoke. I don't even have my ears double pierced. I know. You're such a goody two-shoe. Yeah. As Jesse Palmer calls me, I'm a square. I'm a total square. <laughs> like, you know, I think I had my first bit. Of, I don't even know. I'm a square. I she am. wore hoop earrings and she said, I feel like a slut. And I was like, oh, my I God. Did. I did. I sleep in so hoop exciting. earrings. I got two chains and I feel like two chains of rapper. Like, I couldn't feel cooler, you know? So anyways, a couple of us, you know, we're enjoying the night. And uh, somebody brought out a, Euro- uh, I'm just such a loser. I'll say it, a European cigarette. And I was like, <laughs> I want to try a European cigarette. I don't smoke. My husband is like, you're not going to have anything like you're, but I just get so excited and I just want to do what all the cool kids are doing. Cause I wasn't a cool kid. I was back in the day in high school, like watching the Celtics get beat. Cause they sucked. Then Larry Bird was gone and Michael Jordan was the man. And I was like, whatever the Celtics, all the championships. Um, so whatever the cool kids brought out a European cigarette. And I was like, Explain I want what a European cigarette. It was long and it was skinny and it looked sexy. Mm-hmm. And one of my girlfriends was like, here, babe, you try it. And she got me one and I took one puff and I was like, babe, look, I got a European <laughs> cigarette. <laughs> I took one puff, puffed the magic dragon, and I had a sore throat the rest of the night. But she's whatever, literally the definition and she won't even know what this means because she's a better person than I am. Puff, puff, pass was literally what Aaron was doing. She took one puff and passed that thing over. But you're not supposed to do no, that. No, because of for- COVID. I asked for like, oh, one, even though our whole group is in a bubble and we've been vaccinated. Like, I was just like, no one's touched this, right? Right? Yeah. God, you're the best. She's like not a rule breaker. I can't. I mean, no. this is why we're friends. You'll get yeah. me out of jail. Bottom line, kids, don't smoke. It's so bad for you. I would never date a smoker. I would no. never yeah, be a smoker. Um, all of you that are smoking, please stop. It's bad yep. for you. But apparently at that moment, I was like, I want to try a European cigarette. Ew. I've By done the way, lo- my sister did smoke when she was in third grade and I couldn't wait what? to tell on her. Oh my God. I can't wait to and call my dad her during like, the break. If I catch you doing it again, I'll make you smoke the whole pack. Wait, we're going to pick this up after the break. Hold on one second. Kids don't <laughs> smoke and we'll be right back. Oh my God, Kendra. Guys, everyone loves a win, even if it's small. I had two big ones. I mean, congratulations to me. Let's celebrate. Finally cleaned out the fridge in the garage with all the nasty crap in the drawer from last Christmas, maybe even Thanksgiving. And I'm getting somewhere on my closet. Purging, organizing, what about you? My big wins have to do with the cute little animals up at the ranch. Simba, who's my rescue, graduated. He doesn't have to stay in the crate overnight. He can hang out with the big boys at night. And also my sweet little baby chicks are thriving. So no matter if your win is big or small, it's still a win. And it calls for a celebration. And who's cheering right beside you? Say it with me, Aaron. State State Farm. Farm. The State Farm personal price plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. So talk to a State Farm agent today 
learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Three, two, and technically you're not supposed to say the one. Okay, before the break, carry the one. Oh my God, I wish I was carrying the one. I'm more like dividing by two these days. Um, I'm broke. Anyways, Erin, you were <laughs> saying never been that... poor. <laughs> Help me, I'm poor. You were saying that Kendra was smoking in third grade. Kendra, by the way, who anyone who doesn't know Aaron's sister is truly described by Aaron, the angel on the shoulder and Aaron is the devil on the shoulder in terms of who they are in personality. But I begged, you have both angel and devil in you. We know. My sister is the kindest soul and the nicest person. People like walk over my body to like get to my sister and be embraced by her. I get it. She's just, she's wonderful. But, um, and, and we got along growing up as kids. We did. We're three, four years apart. Our family is super, super close. I know we've talked about it. We're like the Griswolds. And mm-hmm. I think that's one reason why I was a square growing up is I just, we talked about everything as a family. We still do. I was just on a call before I talked to you on the phone with the three of them, breaking mm-hmm. life down, talking to cracking each other up. Now it's fun. My dad always says like the best thing he does with his girls is drink with his girls. Like, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of it, it usually turns into us crying, especially when we gave my dad an edible one Christmas. That was fun. Um, no. Anyways. Oh yeah. But so Steve, Ken, 
Steve, we were very, very close. We are very, very close. And we were close growing up. And it wasn't anything competitive. But I was a little bit of a tattletale smidge. And Ken was spending the night at one of her girlfriend's house when she was in third grade. And she came home and she said, I smoked. Like, I think she maybe she probably didn't even inhale, waiting to exhale. And she said, Great I soundtrack. smoked a cigarette. And I ran. I couldn't even, like, get one foot out of the door before she told me I ran and told my parents. I'm like, Kendra smoked. Oh Kendra smoked. <laughs> and my parents got so mad. It's something to this day as a family. Kendra's like, Jesus, like I told you. And my dad, he said to both of us, no, I can't tell what. Well, yes, I can you tell can't do story. it. Yep. Mm-hmm. My dad did say, like, if I ever see you guys doing it, I'm not going to get mad at you, but I'm going to make you finish the whole pack in front of me. Do you know my parents? And we were talking in the break about, you know, spanking. And listen, I deserved a good swat every now and then a spanking. Mm. I was a mm-hmm. sass master, sass master. Like I still am now. Like my parents, God love them. Mom, I am so sorry for all I've done. <laughs> I, I feel terrible. But do you want to know a move by my parents? A move. Please. Whenever, whenever we, they just reached their like, just end of the road with us. Couldn't handle it. You know what? Get in the car. We're dropping your sister off at the kid jail. What? My parents would drive us to juvenile detention. Like where like, yes. And one of us would be like, dad, no, don't take her. Like Ken, one time again, not with Ken, but she was like using my mom's earrings for her Barbie dolls, like, and putting them under her bed, not stealing, but just being like, listen, like these are cute earrings. Mm -hmm. And I, and like not asking my mom and my mom's like, you do it one more time. We're, we're going to send you to jail. My dad loaded us up in the car. They found the earrings under the bed. We are screaming. And do you know, want to know the one thing? Thing that freaked us out about little we called it like kids jail or something what? not that you had to be by your pa- away from your parents forever and you were in jail is that there was a bathroom in the middle of the cell and you had to use the bathroom <gasps> in front of everyone oh no my God. this is an amazing tactic and a deterrent yeah. to have you know for bad punishment i just got spanked i mean you know scotty scotty what a guy this guy you know he was all about discipline but you look you you do what you got to do and it wasn't like crazy but i remember one halloween i was fighting with my older brother and my dad went to go for a run and before he left to go for a run he was like if i come back and you guys are still fighting you're gonna get it famous last words all of a sudden we didn't know he was already back and we were still fighting it was halloween i'll never forget this i was wearing a clown costume i think i was like seven or something and he's like that's it and so I get a spanking and I pee my pants because it <laughs> hurts so bad. How old are you? Oh, like seven, maybe or oh, something. Okay. Hi, and I'm like, I was pants. 24. <laughs> I mean, like I was saying, and I pee through the the Halloween costume and I'm like, Aww. but now what am I going to be for Halloween? And he goes, go upstairs and put on some pajamas. And I was like, oh, and I come back downstairs and I was like, but what am I going to say I am for Halloween? And he said, in trouble. So I would ring the doorbell. And when someone's like, oh, you're so cute. What are you for Halloween? I said, in trouble. To every door I went to, I had to say in trouble. And they probably loved you. Oh, God. Well, Scotty did not love me at the moment. But hey, I don't blame him. You know, as a parent, like you reach your limit and you're like, that's enough. I'm not into this like Johnny gets 10 timeouts no, thing. You get no, one and- warning and then you're going to get disciplined. Of course, within reason, everything, you know, whatever. Right. But hey, I'm on, maybe I'll use the kid jail thing. It scared the crap out of us. And when we were like, yeah, you're going to jail. Then when we'd actually have to be loaded up in the car, it was like, dad, don't take her. Like, please don't. 
In Ooh. high school, I was Mouthy McGee. Awful times. I feel bad for what I put my mom through with my mouth. Mouthy McGee. I was a good kid in terms of like obeying the rules, but just really a sass master. <laughs> and I was in a fight with my mom and my dad came home to kind of clear up the issues after work. And he was sticking up for my mother, which he very well should. You know, he I mm. get it. Um, and I'm on her side, not yours. And that didn't sit well with me. And I remember he left my room and I said the F word to him and he heard Ooh. me and um, I just got a little knock on the door and I was like, yeah. And he was like, I'm taking your car away. And I was like, right, I don't care. And oh, he goes, care. and not only am I taking your car away, you're not going to watch the NBA playoffs. And I was obsessed with Charles Barkley. He was my guy. The Phoenix Suns were playing the Bulls. The series was good. I was like, Charles is finally going to, you know, play in a championship. He's going to win a ring. Like, this is amazing. And my dad freaking knew where to hit me. He's mm -hmm. like, you're not going to watch the NBA finals. <gasps> so what I did was, oh boy. when the game where John Paxson hit the shot, I was in my dad's car listening to it in the garage, hiding, no. like on no, AM you did not. radio. Yeah. I had and to Andrews. listen. That's very resourceful. Because when you think about it, like nowadays, like kids could like go on their computer or listen on their oh, phone. Yeah. Like now we couldn't do anything. We didn't mm -hmm. have. Oh, my God. He did. Steve knew where to hit you. He Not did. Spanking. Stephen exactly. Ralph Andrews. Oh, my gosh. Did you get in trouble? You didn't get in trouble then. I mean, just aside from being sassy. I didn't get yeah. in trouble for like disobeying. I didn't, I didn't date. Well, I guess I dated guys, but like I hung out with boys. I didn't hang out with girls. I was at dance competitions over the weekend. I mean, the only thing I would mm. do was like hang out with my guy friends and watch like the Bulls and the Celtics. Like I wasn't doing anything bad. I wasn't drinking in high school. We now know I wasn't smoking. So <laughs> I just, I didn't do anything. And that's one thing I will say as my parents, we were so busy with dance and I know we made them run around like crazy animals, like driving us around, but we didn't want to screw up because then mm -hmm. we'd get dance taken away. Yeah, I wasn't a bad kid. I didn't even, I think maybe like drank like once in high school. Like it wasn't like whatever. I do remember though, I skipped school early. Whoa. My high school boyfriend and I went back to my house making out. Whoa. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Because I knew that my dad was golfing. My mom was working. And so I was like, oh, we can go back and no one's at my house. I was like a senior, Jake Ryan, you know. <gasps> Jake, uh, he's a senior. Jake, you know, Jake, Jake's my boy. Jake's my boy. For those of you that don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about 16 Candles. So we were making out on the whole thing. Maybe there was a removal of a shirt. Maybe. Whoa, Carissa. Uh, yeah. All of a sudden, the door, the door swing, my bedroom door swings open. Scott Thompson catches us home from golf early. This guy's a scratch golfer, okay? Four. There was no double bogeys happening here. That round went real quick. Home, grabs the guy by the neck, pushes him gently down the stairs not gently takes all the clothes the clothes that were on the throws your them over. clothes hey aaron i don't know allegedly over the railing and then calls because here's the kicker this boy sister old his older sister was dating my older brother real incestuous when you really think about it. the whole family's intertwined here so he calls their parents and tells them exactly what happened and then he had to call and apologize to my parents yeah, I wonder what Jared Morrell is doing now. I'm still Ooh. friends with him. Um, My kids yeah. will never have to deal with that because Jared loves an extra nine holes. So kids, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's never the normal amount of golf time with Jared. Hey, babe, I'm going to save for an extra nine holes, which turns into another how many ever. Uh, Whatever, you do the math. It's so good. 
What a time. Hey, huh? we have a game coming up, right? Oh, that yeah. we're going to we play love- here coming up. We do. So Aaron and I are very competitive, not with each yep. other, but we're just competitive in general. So our producer, Ryan, said, why don't you guys like, play a game or whatever? So we are going to play Two Truths and a Lie. You guys have never played this. It's going to be fun for all. It's up after the break. Don't smoke. Ever. Guys, everyone loves a win, even if it's small. I had two big ones. I mean, congratulations to me. Let's celebrate. Finally cleaned out the fridge in the garage with all the nasty crap in the drawer from last Christmas, maybe even Thanksgiving. And I'm getting somewhere on my closet. Purging, organizing, what about you? My big wins have to do with the cute little animals up at the ranch. Simba, who's my rescue, graduated. He doesn't have to stay in the crate overnight. He can hang out with the big boys at night. And also my sweet little baby chicks are thriving. So no matter if your win is big or small, it's still a win. And it calls for a celebration. And who's cheering right beside you? Say it with me, Aaron. State State Farm. Farm. The State Farm personal price plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. So talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to Calm Down Podcast. We Two things I need to note here for those of you watching <laughs> Calm Down Podcast. Aaron has moved over to EarPods because yep. one fun fact, and I've known Aaron for a long time. Excuse me. God, I'm, I'm verklempt talking about it. I get emotional. Um, I didn't know that you had ear surgery. So part of the byproduct of ear surgery was your ears hurt. So we've moved over to an ear pod. 
right? Mm-hmm. AirPod? Is that yep. our AirPod for those of you? That AirPod. With those two. And before we jumped back on here, you got a pen out to take notes because we're about to play a game and that's how prepared you are. You have to take notes on a game? What's going on here? I just, yeah, there's a lot of thoughts in my head and I have to like write it out if I think like things are whatever, a truth or a lie. By the you way, the so best. much to square. This is the first time I'm playing this game. Oh my God. Okay, so here, here's what we're going to do. Um, okay. Part of the reason why we wanted to start this podcast is because we have so many things we want to talk about and clearly we are learning about each other. So this edition, of get to know your co-host will be through the whatever the the game two truths and a lie so this is a game Aaron clearly is playing it for the first time but you play kind of when you're younger <laughs> and it's a way to like reveal things about yourself I played this game as a way to get uh, my first kiss with Kai Shadowman in sixth grade you say like oh you know uh, this 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 and I want to kiss Kai and then they were like that's the truth whatever so for those of you that haven't played it's really fun it's a good way to get to know somebody or make out with boys so here's what we're going to do. I'll start off first. I will give you two truths and you ha- and, and one lie, and you have to determine what the lie is. Okay? Okay. Okay, yeah. here we go. First up, start the music. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Two Truths and a Lie. We're your hosts, Carissa and Aaron. Mm-hmm. Carissa, go ahead. Thank you, Kurt, for that music. <laughs> First up, I went to three schools at one time. I was the president of my elementary school, and my college degree is in communications. Which one of these things, Aaron, is a lie? I felt like you cut off. Can you tell me what number two was? I sure can. I was president of my elementary school. I think three is a lie. That my degree was in communications? Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. You're right. Good job. My degree was in law and society, a very random degree from the University of Santa Barbara um, because the communications program was lame. Good job. All right. You're up. Thanks. Okay. Here we come. I stayed in the Disney castle in the dream suite. I've never been to Paris and I've been on the Disney cruise. You've never been to Paris. You bitch. Yep, that's right. Ah! Oh, wait. No, I have never been to Paris. <laughs> I've never stayed in the dream suite at the Disney castle. Wait, time out. So the, you've Truth, never stayed in the I've dream suite? I've never been to Paris. I've never been to Paris. So the lie was that you've never stayed in the dream suite. Yeah. What? You got engaged mm-hmm. at Disneyland. I could have sworn that, that your engagement was... <laughs> commenced or whatever we call it and the dream celebrated suite. no yeah. i think i passed out because we drank so much um no i didn't go to cinderella's cat we i've never stayed in cinderella's castle disney if you're listening i'd love to oh my god there's a first time for everything okay all right well darn it you're winning one Yay. nothing all right okay. next up remember two truths and one lie which one of these things is a lie I worked at a tanning salon and found out that it was a front for illegal activities. My first job in sports was working in hair and makeup, and I owned a coffee stand. I'm going to say two. Hair and makeup is a lie. That's right. 
Yeah. Good job, kid. My first job in sports was in the human resources department. So you are on the board, Aaron Andrews, for two points. My turn. Oh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, here we come. Truth and a lie. I have a fear of public speaking. I have a fear of birds. I have a fear of heights. Shit. Well, I really hope it's not public speaking, given your profession. Um... I'm trying to think if I've known you to go skydiving or something. So if you've done that, you haven't done that. Why do I want to say birds? I feel like you would like not want them flying at your face or something. Okay, I'm going to go with that. You have a fear of birds. No. What? I can't hear. What'd you say? You have a fear of birds? I, yes. That's right. No, the lie is, shit, I think I fucked that up. Okay, so what do you think is not true? I don't think that you have a fear of public speaking. Shit, I messed it up. What do you want to do? What's the lie? Okay, I'll read the it lie to you is again. That you do, the lie is that you don't have a fear of public speaking because, I mean, that, you I would hope not. You're wrong. I have a fear of public speaking. Aaron Andrews. Mm-hmm. I can talk into a camera. I can do reports. But I can, I have a fear of speaking in front of people. Whoa. Seriously? Yeah. Now that is a really, even though I messed up that whole way, I I was like, there's no way that that to me would have been a truth. I mean, a lie. Fucking A. She true. I better work on it. I have a couple of speeches I have to give this year. Fuck. Wait, why does that scare you? I don't know. Something happened over the last couple of years. I used to be really, really good at it. And then something happened where I had to give a speech and I completely blanked out and couldn't breathe. And I I don't know if that was around the time of like my trial and the mm. stalker situation. I'm not sure if it's a PTSD, but I got a couple months to figure this out before I give a couple big speeches Aww. in front of people. And I know like I break out into hives like I can do this. I can do a Super Bowl in front of a hundred. Yeah, million people watching, which I've done, and I'm freaking fine. But I am in a closed room, like I freaking panic and I can't breathe. It's crazy. But I can do a Q and A. Like if someone else is mm-hmm. like interviewing me, I can do a Q and A. I just can't give a speech. Wow. Well, you're doing yeah. a great job at faking it because I would have clearly <laughs> never known not. that. I am in awe that you can have the audience of a Super Bowl. But okay, well, next time you have to do um, a speech, I'll go with you. Well, that'll make it worse because I, yeah, I mean, it's more people there. I need less oh. people. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. Um, all right. Your turn. Okay. No, you're reading to me, right? Yeah. Oh, God. Carissa, fucking A. I'm not even drinking. No, it's, it, this is hard. Well, for, clearly for me. All right. Next up. Two truths and a lie. Yeah. I've gone bungee jumping. I am afraid of heights. And I've been skydiving. Which one of these is a lie? You've been bungee jumping. God, you're good at this. <laughs> well, I knew yes. you in skydiving. I see the promo all the time. That's from Tony's Instagram account. <laughs> um, that's three. You're, you've gotten all three right. Oh, God, you're good. No one knows you like me, girl. Ah, seriously. Let me see if I can. You're not. I should have played this. this. Okay. Okay. Fuck. Okay. Shit. Okay. Tell me which one's the lie. Here we come. Ready? Okay. Yeah. My nickname was Minute. I took a puck to the face while covering the NHL, and I've passed out after I got my ears pierced. Okay. Well, 
well, the, you, you you did. You oh no, you just yeah, but you did pass out after you got your ear surgery, and you took a puck to the face, and the first one was what again? My nickname was Minute. Yeah, all of those are true. So what's the lie? Um, shit. Did you say after you got your ears pierced? I said I passed out after I got my ears pierced. Is that a lie? Oh, that's a lie. See, that you're trying to trick me now. You're getting tricky because it's after you did your ear surgery, not ear piercing. You're getting real tricky on me. That's the lie. That's the lie. Wait, what do you mean? I didn't take the puck to the face. He he swatted it away with his hand. God damn it. This isn't a face for radio. This is really, tr- this, this is hard because you're, you're trying to fool me. <laughs> you passed out after you got your ears pierced too? Yeah, Claire's. Oh my God. So many times you passed out with the ears. I know. Oh, and public it. speaking. Oh, I've only gotten one right. I know. All right. What do you have for me? Let's go. Got to keep this streak up. You're going to win. I'm going down to the tough one. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Which one of these is a lie? I broke my foot playing a fake soccer game. I was trapped at the Mexican border and ended up in an ambulance. I was trapped at the Canadian border and ended up in an ambulance. The lie is the Mexican border. Finally, I stumped her. That's where I was. Trapped at the Mexican border. Why? I thought you'd never ask. Um, well, my friend Amber, when I was living in San Diego and I went down to Papa's and Beer in Rosarito over the border because we were 19 and you could drink over the border. Oh and I God. borrowed my friend, the tanning salon manager. I borrowed her car and we drove across the border because I didn't want to take my car. And then we drank way too much. And this I was being responsible I was like, I can't drive. So I parked my car, but I didn't realize I parked my car in the middle of the line for the border patrol because I was like, I can't be driving. So Carissa! The, the car was then towed and we were put in the back of an ambulance and we woke up in the morning and we were ma- wearing these like matching EMT sweatshirts because they were so nice and took care of us. And I didn't have a license. I didn't know where that was. Didn't have a credit card. Didn't have anything with my identification to get me over the border. And this really nice guy that was working as a volunteer at EMT EMT put us in the back of the Saturn SL2, which was the car that was impounded from my friend Angie. And he drove us across the border and then negotiated for us to get across the border. And we made it to the other side. And I said, well, we're never going there again. This sounds like when Alexis tells David, no, David, I what we made friends with the EMT. I woke up in his sweatshirt and then we got the car that was impounded and came home before anyone noticed. Mm-hmm, exactly. It's a write off. Cute. A write off. I oh, tell you. Oh, my God. What a story. Oh, and there's your sound bite for IG. Oh, my God. All right. Which one's the lie? I'm having so, so much fun. Here we go. Wait, hold on. Let's for those of you keeping track at home, me, um, you've gotten three right and one wrong, and I've only gotten one yep. right and two wrong. Okay. Yes. Next up. Here we go. Which is the lie? I've never seen the Willy Wonka Chocolate Factory movie. I was offered a Division One scholarship to play basketball, but I turned it down, and I lived in San Antonio, Tejas. Whoa, again, you're trying to get tricky. I know you did not play basketball, but I didn't know that you lived in San Antonio. So I'm going to go, the lie is the Division I scholarship. 
Oh, finally. She's coming back, guys. God, she's coming back for a three comeback. to two. I was going to say, if you had some closet NCAA career, didn't know, I know. about it. Was- Give me a break. That was a horrible lie, Ryan. I love you so much, but that B knows I can't dribble to save my life. Well, finally, you try not to trick me. Oof. Yikes. All right. Okay. Ta-ta-ta. Moving right along. Oh, this is a fun one. All right. I took singing lessons in college. I won a karaoke contest, and I can play the piano. Which one of these is a lie? Taking singing lessons in college. Oh, you're so good at this. You fuck. Four to two if you're counting at home. Four to two, like the lightning score. Gosh. All right, here we come. Here we come. Keep pounding the table. Okay, go ahead, girl. Which one is the lie? I wanted to be a marine biologist. Everywhere I travel, I bring a full-size Tempur-Pedic pillow with me. I've taken multiple cooking classes, but I still can't cook. I know you're trying to cook. I know the Tempur-Pedic story, so it's the marine biologist is the lie. (laughs) What the actual... You wanted to be a marine biologist? (laughs) Like, so badly. I wanted to work at SeaWorld. I wanted... Forever. You know and then my dad did a huge investigative story on SeaWorld. We found out it was terrible. But like being a marine biologist was my life. You know what I'm learning here is that you don't tell me anything <laughs> about you. <laughs> Nothing. I thought you always wanted to be a sports reporter. First was marine biologist. You left and out ever. SeaWorld employee. God. Yeah. Wheel trainer. God. Four to two. You five to two now. No, I think it's still four. Four to ever. It's a lot to a little. Okay. What's your lie? (sighs) You're gonna get this one. Go. I tell you everything about myself. It's really what it comes down to. Okay. I have a tattoo of my dog's initials. I have a tattoo of my dad's initials. My nickname was Tank. What's the lie? You know what? I may not get it. There's a first. You don't have Scott's initials. You're right. Why don't you? Because I'm in trouble. (laughs) Um, I don't know. That could be my next tattoo, you know? I don't know. Aaron, you're so good at this. I hate losing. So the score is five to two for those counting. I mean, I could say I've already won, but you how have about we, already won. How about we double your chances here? Oh, <gasps> I well, love triple. doubling down. We'll have to triple Great. for you to do this, uh, right? I'll tell you who's not going to be you to part pull of out the victory, the triple crown anymore. Whoa. Okay. Um, okay. Too soon. Here we come. Okay. Which is the lie okay. for all the money? Here we come. Okay. I have two tattoos I've never told you about. I'm double jointed in my elbows and I can't play the piano. You don't have any tattoos, so that's the lie. You're the fucking winner. I don't even have my ears double pierced. I'm not getting a tattoo. Are you crazy? What would my mom say? I have so many tattoos I shouldn't have gotten. I've gotten so I've gotten so lazy with getting tattoos removed. This is three boyfriends, so I just put an X through the last one. Hey, oh, it looks my. good. 
Oh my gosh, I love winning, especially when I fucked up the game at the beginning. Aaron, this is so exciting. Thank you for being a good friend and letting me win because I did not deserve to win. Oh, and, you didn't, actually. And you need to tell me more about you. <laughs> I do. Oh my God. Marine biologist. Wow. My Who dad knew? did the very first uh, story on Blackfish on Satilicum, the killer I, whale uh-huh. um, that started Blackfish. My dad did the first one. And he won a major award for it. And our whole family went from going to SeaWorld every weekend to hating it and then going to Seattle to see your hometown Mm -hmm. to see them in the wild. Well, I get why you pivoted from that. So shout out again to Steve for his investigative reporting. I mean, you guys don't have enough room in your house for all the Emmys going on over there. And rightfully so. Clark Um, all right. We got to well, give a social plug, by the way. Yeah. Um, if you want to learn more about me, Carissa, you can go to our IG on the Calm Down Podcast. Or is it Calm Down Podcast? Hold on. Let me look. It is at Calm Down Podcast. Our stuff's been great. I gave everybody a whole tutorial on Howie wanting D I N N E R earlier than he should. <laughs> and he sits there and stares at us. Creeper. The snacks will kill me. Creeper. Yeah, yeah, but see, this oh, is yeah. again why you're a better mother than I am because your dog has a set time. Look at this guy over here. He has no idea when he's going to get food, so he just hangs around and hoping he's going to get some. Look at him poking his head up. Oh, Willis. I was trying to lie. He's on the couch, but I'll probably knock everything up. Oh, Josh. Anywho. The baby. Uh, this was fun, babe. This was fun. A lot of fun. Um, I can't wait to tune into our podcast next week to learn anything about you. You know, is your name Aaron? <laughs> we'll find out next week. Thanks for listening. Bye, everyone. I'm going to put my teeth back in. Is your retainer? Yeah. Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 